So um, in my diary uh, this morning, I was looking, and my diary has little quotes at the bottom. Uh, this is nothing to do with what I want to say this, evening, this morning, by the way. Um, but the, I just thought it was appropriate for, for Christmas time because the quote this, this morning said, said this, that um, at parties, there are two types of people. There are those who want to stay and those who want to leave. The, the problem is very often they're married to each other. <laughs> Now, that totally resonates with me and probably to some of you uh, as well. Um, before we get into some other stuff that I want to share, I just want a couple, couple of things. Um, if anybody is interested, we have our new short courses starting on the 16th of January. You just want to get in there with that. Uh, I'll be saying more next week about that, but um, it's going to be a great course on the life of influence, so pick up a postcard at the end. Uh, let me also... I, I've noticed some people from our Portuguese congregation here this morning. It's not very often we get to see you. So it's just great to share fellowship with you guys today. Um, the Lord bless you. We pray prosperity, blessing over your location and your congregation. We pray that 2018 will be a better year than 2017 and that the Lord through you will open more doors for the kingdom and that you will have just amazing expression of the love and the power of Jesus on your life. So we pray God's blessing over you. I also publicly, I don't get chance to do this that often but I want to publicly say a huge thank you to the people that I sort of or the areas of responsibility that I have and so many people who uh, give their time willingly over the years. So we have an amazing pastoral team, which I have the yeah. wonderful privilege of leading. Uh, just if you're on our pastoral team, just stand up for me. Um, I, I'm going to embarrass you, okay? We've got a pile of pastors and assistant pastors. Let's show some appreciation to them. You've done an amazing job drawing 2017. Uh, we also have some amazing Revive team leaders and people who do pastoral stuff. If that's you, can you just stand where you are as well? Because our Revive team leaders and people in pastoral stuff in Revive teams, come on, there's some more out there, I know. Thank you. Okay. There are more out there, okay? But if you work with our Revive teams, thank you so much uh, for your help with that. We really appreciate it. And before I get into this, the other thing that I want to say, because I don't know where we're going this morning, so I want to get it in now, okay? Happy Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I, I've ticked that off, okay? But I really mean, okay, have a great Christmas and a wonderful new year, and we just play pray that 2018 will be absolutely fabulous for you in the name of Jesus. Okay, so, oh, there we are. It's up already. What are you expecting to experience this Christmas over the next few days? That's an interesting question, isn't it? Um, anybody expecting to experience some great food? Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo! Oh, our turkey is defrosting in our refrigerator right now. Uh, we were going to have amazing food this morning. Anybody expecting to experience some some of those cheesy Christmas films. Who's going to admit it? Oh, thank you. Maggie's hand went half up. Lucy's hand at the back was right up. She's, she's not ashamed of it. Okay, wonderful. Uh, who's, who's expecting to experience uh, some great presents? Ah, cool. Okay, here's an interesting one. These two are married, by the way, if you don't know that. <laughs> that could be interesting. Um, Okay, uh, who, who's expecting to experience complete and total calm? <laughs> wow, okay, so 
not quite so many hands went up, went up there. Um, every one of our Christmases will be different. Some will be noisy and, and vibrant. Some will be peaceful and quiet. Some will revolve around lots of presents. Other people will do very different things at, at Christmas. Um, the point is this. Whatever your Christmas experience is like, I just hope and pray that it's a brilliant one. Okay, whatever it's going to be. Um, but for a few minutes this morning, what I want us to do, because I know it's Christmas Eve, yes, okay, um, but I want us to just put to one side our normal, ex- or what we would generally expect for Christmas, so your expectations of Christmas, okay, just park them over in that corner for a minute, okay, and uh, I want us to look quite quickly at what God wants us to experience uh, at Christmas time, and, and not just Christmas time, but for the rest of the year as well. And to do that, we're going to go back to the Christmas story and the first part of the Christmas story, which is when the angel Gabriel came to visit Mary. So I'm going to read you that story from Luke 1, 26, if I can just find it in my Bible here. Luke 1, 26 to 35. So it says this, that in the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, to a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words of greeting. Uh, Sorry, I wondered what kind of greeting this may be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and ever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary? asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born in you will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. That's Mary's experience, or the first part of her experience of Christmas. I just want to pick out three things uh, very briefly and try to apply them to us. Firstly, Mary's experience of Christmas was an experience of the presence of God. Verse 28 says this, that the Lord is with you. The presence of God. Every part of the Christmas story for Mary and and her whole life after had this immediate presence of God. Because, of course, she gave birth to Jesus, who was God in flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. Every day of that nine months of pregnancy, Mary knew the presence of God. As they went along the road to Bethlehem, possibly on a donkey, possibly not, okay, but as they went along the road to Bethlehem, Mary knew the presence of God. As Mary gave birth in a dirty uh, room full of animals, Mary knew the presence of God. As she wrapped her newborn son in swaddling cloths and laid him in a feeding trough, she knew the presence of God. As the wise men came and the shepherds came, as they went to Egypt and then back to Nazareth and all through the journey for the next 33 years, as that little baby grew up, Mary knew the presence of God. Mary's experience of Christmas was presence, not presence under the tree, presence of Jesus, Emmanuel. 
Now I want to say to us, presents of God at Christmas. I, I get, I love all the Christmas stuff, okay? I know people have different views, but I love the Santa, and I love the trees, and I love, I love the presents, okay, and unwrapping them. But actually, in the midst of all that, let us not lose sight that this is about God with us. This is about Emmanuel. This is about the presence of Jesus in our lives. And so I want to encourage you with this thought. You know, the presence of God isn't just about for those solemn times where we have our quiet times and pray. It's not just about the time on Christmas Day when we say grace around the table. Okay, the presence of God isn't even just for those times when we're having amazing worship or, or when... You know, the, the preacher, when they put on a, a wonderful echo on the microphone to make him sound spiritual. Okay, that sometimes helps, guys. Uh, <laughs> there we are. Um, <laughs> what was I so it's not just about those times. Actually, the presence of God for every moment of every day, the presence of God for when we're frantically unwrapping presents or trying to serve up dinner or trying to clean up a pile of pots tomorrow, uh, it's about recognizing Jesus is with me every moment of every day, in, in the busy times, in the quiet times. So I want to encourage you, tomorrow over the next few days, take time just to remember that Jesus is with you. Again, that doesn't mean we have to stop everything and sit down and say a prayer. Just call to mind, okay, Jesus is here. A couple of things I want, just want to build on this very briefly. Um, I say this sensitively, okay, because I know that Christmas time, many of us love Christmas, but Christmas time can be a really, really difficult time as well. Yeah. Uh, people go through all sorts of stuff in life, and maybe your 2017 has been a particularly bad time for whatever reason, and, and you're coming to this point of the year when everybody seems so happy, and yet inside you, you just say, why? It's almost an envy that people are happy, and you're, you're so cut up about stuff. I want to say this to you. Okay? Again, this is easy for me to say, but I believe it with all my heart. Okay? That the presence of God is the greatest antidote for depression, anxiety, and pain. Whatever you've been through, whatever you're feeling right now, and maybe Christmas isn't the best time for you. The presence of Jesus, Emmanuel, is the greatest antidote to what you're experiencing. I want you to grab hold of that this morning. You know... Mary knew the presence of Jesus, and I, I pray that you would know the presence that brings peace and comfort and freedom from pain. I pray you would know the presence that cuts through the ice of your relationships and your broken relationships and brings restoration. I just pray that the anointed presence of Jesus would saturate every part of your being, particularly, again, those who are struggling. May you just know the, the beautiful, lovely, peaceful presence of Jesus at this time. And now, of course, the presence of God, not just for Christmas, but for every day. Um, okay, so Mary experienced the presence. May you know the presence and experience of the presence of Jesus this Christmas time. Uh, Mary experienced the power of God. Verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Wow. Ah, 
Sometimes we leave the Holy Spirit out at Christmas, but actually the Holy Spirit is pretty central to the whole story. Yeah, um, The Holy Spirit came upon Mary. The power of the Most High came over her and something miraculous happened. The virgin was pregnant. Now, of course, she had a very, we'll say, personal and unique experience of the power of God, but it was something very miraculous, something very personal that transformed her life. She was never the same after that moment. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Say amen. Um, And I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit is for every single generation. Say amen again. Okay, wonderful. We're with me this morning. You know, the Holy Spirit came upon the early church the day of Pentecost. Uh, They spoke in tongues. Powerful evangelism. Miracles began to break out across Jerusalem and and then throughout uh, Israel and then the wider world. And there's been this flow of the power of God down through the ages. On the day of Pentecost, Peter stood up and he said this, that this promise is for you and your children and all who are afar off. In other words, every generation. The power that came upon Mary... Mary's experience of the power of God is exactly the same experience of the power of God that we can have this Christmas time and every day of our lives. And I'm getting excited now. Why am I excited? Because you can have a miraculous Christmas. A miraculous Christmas. You know, this Christmas time can... You can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, if you've never really experienced that, that power of being filled with the Spirit of God, you can have that. You know, even at this time of year when we're thinking of 101 other things, you can be filled. Some of you have waited all year for a miracle and, and you've prayed probably right from the beginning of the year, probably even before that, and you've waited, and you've waited, and you've waited, and you've asked the question, when is God actually going to break through into my finances, into my relationships, into my health, into my situation? Come on, God, I need a miracle. I need an experience of your power. I want to declare to you that over these next few days that you can have an experience of that miracle in Jesus' name. The power of the Holy Spirit can come upon you. You can know a breakthrough in your situation. You can know a breakthrough again in your in your body and right now I just pray for a release of the miraculous in Jesus name even in this room this morning I pray that bodies would be healed in Jesus name I pray that relationships would be restored in Jesus name I pray that that stuff that you have been waiting for will come to pass in the name of Jesus because we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit and just as he came upon Mary 2,000 years ago he can come upon each and every one of us today and over these next few days and every day through the next year Amen and hallelujah. Yeah, don't, don't, don't forget this is a miraculous time of the year. Don't, just, don't push miracles to one side because you've got a Christmas tree in the corner of your living room. Okay, This is about the power of God coming to earth in baby Jesus and the Holy Spirit come upon the church and is there for us today. Let's move on. The third thing, uh, Mary experienced the presence of God, she experienced the power of God, and so can we. And um, then she experienced a fulfillment of the promise of God. Um, Verses 31 to 33, let me remind you. This is Angel Gabriel talking again to Mary. 
You will be with child and give birth to a son. You will give him the name Jesus. You know the name Jesus means saviour? That's the literal translation. He will be great. He will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and ever. His kingdom will never end. 400 years before that, God promised Israel through the prophet Isaiah. Behold, the Lord will give you a sign. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Through Mary, God fulfilled his ancient promise of salvation to the world. Mary experienced God's timing and fulfillment of that ancient promise. She experienced fulfillment. But she also experienced something new because the angel Gabriel brought her a new word from God as well. The angel told to her about who Jesus would be as he grew up. And so these two, two combined about the promises of God for, for Mary. She experienced a fulfillment of the old and a release of something new. And um, what I want to say to us, two, two things here, okay. Again, I totally believe this. God is still in the business of fulfilling his promises. Just as Mary experienced God's answer for a promise 400 years before, God is still in the business of fulfilling his promises to you and to his church, local church and the worldwide church. So here's a question. What's God been saying to you that you're still waiting to happen? What has God promised you? Has God promised you that your children will be saved? Has God promised you that he would raise you up into a new level of ministry? Has God promised that he would open fresh doors of opportunity? And I pray for you, Suter, that as you go, God would not just open doors of opportunity for employment, but he would open, open doors of ministry opportunity for you. That as you step out from this place into something new, you will step forward, not just in your plans, but in the plans of God. And I just pray for a great release of anointing and great opportunities to open before you. But what about the rest of us? What's God said that you're waiting for? What's God saying to you today that's something new? You know, we might have started the the year with one word from God, 2017. Praise God, he spoke to us then. If we're not careful, we can just hold on to that same thing and carry it with us without ever gaining anything new. I believe God wants to release new prophetic words into your life. I believe he wants to talk to you today, just like he talked to Mary 2,000 years ago. So what's God saying to you? Here's something I want to encourage you to do this. Okay? Um, again, it doesn't have to be a deep spiritual thing. Um, but as we draw to an end of this year, just take time, even if it's just in your head, you know, even in all the business, just ask God, God, what is your word for me for this season of my life for now? I don't want to be living just in words from the past. I want to know what you're saying now. Because I believe God's got fresh words in store for people this Christmas time. And again, I believe that he's also got a great present. Not presents, okay, a great present for people. 
that stuff which you've been waiting for, he wants to give you. Today is not just a day of new things. Today is a fulfillment of old things. I just believe over these next few days, God's going to release some promises to people. So Mary's experience of Christmas. Um, awesome. The presence, the power, the promise. What's your experience of Christmas going to be? I'm going to have lots of fun. I make no excuse for that, okay? I, I'm going to have lots of fun. I'm going to have some great food, and we're going to have great company, and all that sort of stuff. But by... If that's what it's all about, I'd love to grab every diary and calendar and scrub December the 25th off it. Okay, if that's all it's about, scrap Christmas. Because there's something of the divine that wants to impact our lives and our world, even at this time of year. God wants to release a fresh sense of his presence over your lives, over your family. Actually, can we just stand where we are? And Emily's going to come and sing to us in just a moment. If you could just get, get ready, Emily, please. Okay, God wants to release a fresh sense of his presence over our lives, over our families, just as Mary experienced the presence of God. God wants to release his power. And again, I pray for miracles. I believe miracles can be released this morning. He wants to bring a fulfillment of his old promises and he wants to release new prophetic words to us.